6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So there was no shortage of weather events to consider this year when Environment Canada senior climatologist Dave Phillips sat down to compile his annual list of the country's top 10 weather events, something that he has been doing for a long, long time now. From Arctic blasts to heat domes and tornadoes and hurricanes, he has trimmed down the list to 10. David joins us this afternoon. Hi, David. Welcome back to 630, Chad. Oh, Jalen, nice to have you, uh, have me join you. I, I'm so delighted. And wow, I'm, I'm worn out, Jalen. <laughs> Kampai, what a year. I've done it for 26 years. And of course, never anything, not even close to what we saw this year. I mean, I think about about seven of those stories could have been the number one story. And, uh, and, and but it was truly a wild year. It was dead it was destructive, expensive, and it just seemed nonstop right from the beginning of January where we had that incredible windstorm that crossed the uh, the prairies. Mm-hmm. I called it a January prairie clipper, and we saw 75 stations in Alberta and Saskatchewan broke all-time records for um, uh, uh, winds. Wow. I think over 100 kilometers per hour in those places. And some some wind sensors blew away, so we don't <laughs> even know all of the total number of, of records we broke but yes a wild and woolly year for sure Jaylen. David you talk about you know uh, the, this top 10 list and really a, a, a number of them could have been number one so how, yeah. how, how do you pick it is it is it damage is it the the amount of impact on people is it the cost or is that is it all does it all fall under that one umbrella you know, you're right, Jalen. You really hit the big ones. I mean, I and it's a subjective list. I mean, I don't think a committee could come up with this list and agree on it. And and so what I have to do is I begin with about a hundred stories over the last few years. That's what the candidates would be. And then I look at well, what was the degree to which Canada and Canadians were impacted? I mean, that's the most important. You know, was this just a little bit of an event in in the Arctic that didn't affect anybody? Well, it wouldn't even be counted. So did it have an effect on people, places, and things? The extent of the area affected so was it a street corner or was it my gosh was it a, a whole province mm-hmm. that was under under threat uh, the meteorological significance I mean, have we ever seen this before where meteorologists uh, scratching their heads saying wow it's the world is upside down now and then the economic environmental yeah. impact and then the longevity of the event uh, with Canadians so we we're talking about it for weeks or months or was it just sort of like a one-day wonder so those are some of the factors I use to to rank not only put the the top uh, 10 of the 100 in together and then to to rank them and you know Jalen, people criticize it they say what do you mean we're number seven we think we should be number two i said come on this is the worst stress list not the best stress you don't want to be on this list no. this is a mark of of maybe courage or or the fact that we're complaining so much about the weather but we have a right to because we were number one or number two on the list dave we have so many things on here that have to do with heat this year the the yes. four heat waves that canada went through in number five the wildfire season in in fourth spot Canada being so dry uh, from coast to coast and of course on number one which I'll get to in a second but the heat that that extreme heat and the dryness really uh, a huge weather story this year 
it. And, and you know, you're right. It's one feeds the other. I mean, you start with the heat, and and you know, it, it, there's there's a, a principle and a physics principle that hey, if you've got moisture there and you've got the heat, well, okay, the sun's energy comes in, it evaporates that that water and it cools. Well, if there's no water to evaporate, then it's just going to bake the the air even much more. And so we saw that with the uh, the big dome, the heat mm-hmm. dome that uh, no nothing to uh, uh, to cool it off, and then weather couldn't even come in. But you're right. I mean, in the uh, Canada uh, dry, it was about heat uh, for so long and, and dry conditions. Uh, wildfires, my gosh, again, that's a result. You get heat, you mm-hmm. get drought, and the resultant is, uh, you know, a spark uh, fire is just a spark away, and, and you get the fires. And, and you're right, the heat waves, they, uh, that was the, the, you know, we had one of the warmest summers on record, not just the, the big one in June, but, but really throughout the summer. And, um, and we saw for example, Edmonton had mm-hmm. from June to uh, to mid-August the second warmest period on record. And your records go back to the 1800s, yeah. you say. Yeah. And, um, and and so I, I think it clearly was, oh, there were a couple of winter kind of events, like the Prairie Clipper I mentioned, and yeah. then there was the event in February where, my gosh, uh, you had temperatures in Edmonton were, um, my gosh, within a, 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 like a fraction of being the all-time record, a minus, I think it was minus 43.6 and I'm not embellishing that with a wind chill that's the honest temperature that was measured on the thermometer and uh, and so so really um, it was it was uh, heat yes but there was cold I mean we are the second coldest country in the world you got to expect a few kind of winter <laughs> events in there but uh, you're right I mean it was really about heat and uh, and and continuing throughout the summer the the the, the spring and and even the fall yeah. I mean the fall was actually uh, gorgeous. Uh, we had temperatures that were um, well above normal. I mean, this this month in in Edmonton, this December. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, it's clearly turned cold, and this will be the coldest month in in seven months. Mm-hmm. You say so. I mean, it is. You knew it was coming, but uh, hey, uh, there were a lot of warm moments between that moment in whenever it was the end of winter and and where we are now. But really, you know, you look at the, the extremes. If you're setting an extreme cold temperature in February and then you turn around and you're setting extreme heat uh, temperatures in in July and August and it was happening across the country it was really something uh, to watch and and when the wildfires oh my gosh yes and Jaylene, I'm so glad you mentioned that about the extreme of temperatures because nobody's asked me that. But the extreme from the coldest moment this year, mm-hmm. which is, I think, minus 52 in the Northwest Territories, and the warmest moment, which was almost 50 degrees, spanned over 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. That ranged from the warmest moment to the coldest. And, hey, I know weather is king and queen in this country, but <laughs> having a temperature range in one year yeah. of 100 degrees, I mean, it shows you that weather attacks you from, from every direction. I mean, it's we have our our winters that are, are un, you know are almost unrivaled, and and then now that heat. I mean, I was just floored by the amount of the heat. We we broke records for the number of records we broke. We had a hundred <laughs> records broken between a temperature of forty degrees and fifty degrees. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jaylen, very few Canadians have ever felt a temperature above forty, and we had a hundred records broken in that period. Mm-hmm. All-time record for the warmest moment. And um, and and it was just absolutely, uh, and even in 
Inside Edmonton. I mean, the uh, during that number one story, which was uh, the, the heat dome. I yeah. mean, we had uh, Edmonton set a record of seven days in a row above uh, above 30. Yeah. And the one that really, I mean, I, I was telling people everywhere I met them, I said, you know what? Edmonton has had more days above 30. That's the definition of a hot day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had more days above 30 this year than the previous eight years combined. Yeah. Unreal. Want to touch on this? So again, like the top five is a lot to do with the heat, the the, the heat yeah. dome, the dry coast to coast, the wildfire season, the, the, the heat waves. But in number two, you, you take it, you know, and you, you talk about dry on one extreme, then you look at what happened in BC last month. Oh, you know, Jaylen, I mean, number it's... Two. it's it is number two, the British Columbia's flood of floods. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's still related to that heat that you brought up at the beginning. Because I think it was a, it's clearly a wet fall. It's the wettest season. November is the wettest month. So it's like it's this, the monsoon season for British Columbia, the south coast. So not a surprise. But what happened is that that heat, that, that dryness, those forest fires all came together there in spring and summer. And then it didn't caused the rains or the floods, but it conditioned the ground to not be able to take those rains. It scorched the the the, uh, the earth. It just burnt all the vegetation. So when it rained, it couldn't hold it back. There was no vegetation to hold it back. So it kind of primed or conditioned the land, the geography, uh, such that it couldn't take the rain. And when the rains occurred in abundance, wow, you had water just went wherever it wanted to go and uh, uh, sides of mountains came apart and 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 so it was almost as if you had no weather at the beginning we often say well there's there's no weather today it's just uh, hot 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 and then it just got too much weather at the end and you want a balance in life and a balance in weather yes. and it just wasn't there it was like one extreme to the other and um and it was just and it's the most expensive disaster in canadian history that flood of floods and also the most expensive, the huge areas that were just, I mean, Canadians were numb to see that that, that infrastructure gutted and, and, and rationing of food and fuel. I mean, this is Canada, not a, the other side of the world. And, and you could not, some fertile land you could see as far as you could see. It was water, water, water. So, I, hey, a big hit for British Columbia, but also Alberta. And the fires, you know, Jalen, it was unfair. Alberta, it was an anomaly. I said, this, this is just, they had fires all around them. In the province of Alberta, only 15% of your normal woodland that you burn from wildfires occurred this year. It was a tame year. Yeah. And yet, you had the smoke from the fires elsewhere. It's unfair, I said. You know, in Edmonton, you had 125 hours of smoke and haze. I mean, the second smokiest summer since 1953 when we started counting them. Calgary, 12 hours of spoken haze yeah this year they got 512 hours i mean a place where you could see the the mountains on a clear day you couldn't see across the street you know what david i always love uh when you put out this list because it takes me back in time and some of the things you forget about like i remembered the heat but i didn't remember a whole lot about the smoke until just now and then it was like oh yeah yeah, i remember that uh, so so much and you know what and you talked about the extremes that you know we talked about the cold cold and the hot hot and you have to wonder how much more of that we are going to see well i think 
if there's a lesson from here, I think Southerners have, and Canadians have said, well, you know, okay, we now see the clear and present danger that something's different to our to mm-hmm. our weather. You know, we used to think, wow, there was uh, a weather changing up in the Arctic, the ice was melting, and uh, Inuit people and, and Dene people and Northerners were, were, you know, their lives were changing. And, and now we've seen it in our own backyard, and, uh, and hopefully I think we will learn from this, that we need to strengthen our infrastructure and prepare for the for uh, extremes of climate. I mean, that's what I think the evidence does show. It's the fact that extremes, it's not our, you know, it's our grandparents' weather, yes. It's not any new weather, but everything about it in terms of the frequency, the intensity, the, the widespreadness of it, the, the, the slowness of it, all of those are making those, you know, floods and droughts and, and freezes and, mm-hmm. and are making them bigger and badder and more impactful now than it was in the past. David, we'll have to leave it there this afternoon. Okay. Always appreciate your time. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, I look forward to talking to you in the new year. I look forward already to Jalen. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take Bye-bye. care. David Phillips joining us this afternoon, the senior climatologist with Environment Canada.